Okay. Thursday afternoon, 2 p.m. sharp, January the 7th, 2021. Kelsey and I were talking off the air before the show that uh, can't believe we're already seven days into, one week into the new year. Time flies, man. Especially when you're old, like me. But anyways, the reason why you're hearing my voice, Brendan Sennett, one of the friends, uh, Maz is in the Batcave today. He was unavoidably detained, as Carl Spackler said in Caddyshack. Uh, no Maz today, so you, you're stuck with me for the two shows. As usual, we are brought to you by the Warren RV Storage Facility in Warren. Uh, our guy, Roger Z. Tons of amenities, 24-hour security camera surveillance, LED-lighted parking area, fenced and gated property with a signed keypad gate code. Gates are operational 24 hours. Get that eyesore out of your driveway, whether it's a boat trailer, an RV, whatnot. Go see our guy, Roger Z, at, at Warren RV Storage. Proud sponsor of this great podcast, The Rap and Friends. Again, it's just a friend today, Brendan Sennett. Um, lots to hit on. There was a blockbuster trade in Major League Baseball. Uh, we're going to talk about one of my t- favorite teams on the planet, the New England Patriots, because I'm running the damn show today. So uh, we'll talk with one of my good friends and contacts, Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston. Guy knows more about football probably than, well, anybody and, well, a lot of people. I'll, I'll be nice. Uh, and going to talk about the playoffs, the big games this weekend. But um, I would be remiss if I did not start the show today with what went on yesterday uh, in our nation's capital. Um, again, this is not a political show. This is a sports show. This is a fun show. We break balls on this show. Uh, we already miss Clarence. You know, we, we all play fantasy football together. We all get along together. Dave and Kelsey and the crew are great people to work with. NRM's a great organization. Everyone's fun. We love Roger Z and the guys at Warren RV Storage. But you have to comment on on what went down yesterday in Washington, D.C. Um, probably the second ugliest act of whatever word you want to use, aggression, stupidity, maybe even terrorism behind 9-11. Um, that, that display yesterday um, by the supporters of the soon-to-be exiting Donald Trump and just the nut nuttery. That's the only word that you can use. People just acting like idiots, storming the Capitol, um, sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk, swinging from the rafters, just you know, acting like Bluto in the gang in in Animal House, or or for the for the modern listener, you know, Frank the Tank and 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 the Godfather in old school, you know. It's just it was such it was so disturbing. We sat, my, you know, my, our kids are ten and eight. Hi Aubrey, hi Declan. Do your schoolwork. Pay attention. Not too much technology today. So anyway, that was a sidebar. But anyways, we sat there and we watched NBC and 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 the questions they had, you know, why are all very logical. I mean, that's that's the thing they say out of the mouth of babes. You get the most logical and and simplest questions, and and and. My kids were asking me, you know, Daddy, why are they doing this? And and why would that guy say that? And why, you know, I know 
at last report, one person died, three were in critical condition, and for what? You know, it, it's it's come to this point now. Again, I don't know shit about politics. Pardon my French. And you know what? This topic, we're a podcast. I might work a little blue here, but I'm not smart enough to know enough about politics. I know I, I'm a clear independent. I I I. I usually decide who I'm going to gonna vote for pretty early on in the process, and that's what I do. But see, what's happened in the last four years is, and, it, and it's like this with, with any topic, people, Americans, just can't agree to disagree. It, it, we, we, we automatically go to DEFCON 5 and... And, and hate and hate speak and and racism and and insults and it's like no one no one can take any kind no one has the balls to take any constructive criticism anymore it's like everything is so personal I see that in in the workplace I see that in my my day-to-day job I see that out in the world I see it on social media it's like not only do people have to like be right about every single point or something that they believe in, but like they have to like stand and like gloat over you like like I don't know what's use an athlete parallel like like Odell Beckham or or uh, you know um, somebody when he dunks over you and then they they stand over you and like you know gyrate and like point themselves at you like it's it's you can't just win the argument. You have to like embarrass and humiliate and make the other person feel stupid. When the hell did this happen? When was it not okay to like have differences of opinions? You know, it and, and it's like it's every aspect. It's like, I mean, are we gonna get to a point where like you know people start like hating each other for how they dress or or the type of music that they listen to? Because it's it's getting asinine. I mean, I you know again. We bust balls on this show because I'm not from Detroit, and I like the Boston sports teams. And you know, hey, uh, yeah, the Patriots won six Super Bowls in 20 years, and they went to nine, and now they stink. And you know what I mean? It's 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 easy trash talk, easy banter. You know, you're a Lions fan. You're 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 the lovable loser. Um, you know, the Pistons are 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 down. Who knows? You know, the Red Wings come back next week, which is thank God it gives us something else to talk about. You know, Iserman's going to start building that thing back up again. Uh, but it's it's just like, what what the hell happened, man, that that people just can't be different? That's what, you know, that's what the brand of America was founded on, was being different. We were the, we were the melting pot. Like, you know, I don't think, if you look in the control room right now, I don't think there's three people on earth that could be more different than me, Dave, and Kelsey. Yet, we're all nice people, and we all get along with each other. Because you know what? We're here for the greater good. We're here to do a job. We love this industry. And and that's it. Like, you know, we all, we establish common ground. We talk about different things. But it's like, you know, I don't think, I don't think Kelsey's gonna, gonna get mad at me because I, I like Metallica or something. Like, it's just, it's, it, it's getting out of hand, man. Like, for that kind of a, of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Gesture or, or or action to to happen where you think it's okay to to storm one of our nation's institutions and like 
scare the crap out of our elected officials, man, something's wrong with you. And something's wrong with this world that we're living in right now. Bad enough that we've all been like on lockdown since freaking March. And then like you got to pull this crap. Like, I don't know. And, and, and look, it, I'm not trying to be whatever. But like my question is, what the hell? If you have that much free time on your hands, what the hell are you doing with yourself? Like to go and sit there and storm the Capitol. Like you see all these people and, you know, the 800-pound gorilla in the room. I didn't see a whole lot of non-white people in that in that mob. I didn't see a whole lot of women either. Like, a little bit weird, you know. I don't. I don't just. I don't ever want to go to a place where there's all just like 95% white dudes, and I'm a white dude. Like, not my cup of tea, man. You know. So, like, get a friggin' job. Get off your ass. Do something positive to help people out. Help the sick, help the poor. If you need something to do, like find a cause, but like bitching about an election that's you lost three months ago in a democracy where like all the numbers are are whatever because you know the movie character that's that's in the White House that's exiting next week riled you people up. I mean, what's next? Is uh, you know, Jar Jar Binks gonna come out from behind the curtain and like you know, say the whole thing was a conspiracy, like, you know, I mean, like, you know, is, is he going to drop I am the Senate like like the emperor in, uh, you know, Revenge of the Sith? I mean, what the hell is this? This is reality. This is not a movie. It's funny. My uncle, I texted him about this. Like, I always make the joke because we're sci-fi nerds, too. And it's like, when is some, when is some alien race from some great movie or TV show going to, like, come and invade? Because... We're so screwed up right now that, like, we deserve it. We deserve, But you know what's funny? The aliens are probably out there watching us if they do exist, and they're probably like, oh, my God, I don't- these assholes? I don't want to come and attack these people and, and like, whatever. They're, they're a friggin' disaster. It- it- it's-, it's just crappy. It is really, really crappy. So rant over on that. We'll get back into more fun topics, but just, you know— Get a life, man. Like that 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 that's the bottom line. Like figure out something positive to do with yourself and 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 learn to get along with people and agree to disagree. It's really not that hard. You know, read a friggin' book or something. For Christ's sake, you know, I don't know. That just just a really disturbing situation out there yesterday. Um anyway, shipping to more uh lighter topics, which is why we do this show. Uh the search for the Lions head coach continues. Uh, they've already interviewed, uh, you know, interim head coach Daryl Bevel, uh, Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, and former Ravens head coach uh, Marvin Lewis. Yeah, don't do that. Um, the reports are the Lions want high character coach and a leader in the locker room. Well, duh. You know that's that's kind of the name of the game. You know, you got to get somebody in here. It's Clarence's favorite expression. The culture has to change. Now, I think it's a hopeless venture. Uh, as long as the Fords own the team, but hey, football is king. It's it's not my favorite sport, but it is it is the most watched sport. It's it's the best sport. Uh, it seems like Bevel's drawn some uh, you know high praises from some of the players. Deron Harmon, who's a guy who has credible, uh, said he loved working with him. He didn't really know him, obviously. I mean, he was a Patricia guy when he came in, you know, from the the Patriot tree and ex Patriot. So um, who knows? 
again, there was a blockbuster, blockbuster trade uh, in Major League Baseball before we went on the air today. Um, the hot stove finally heating up. Uh, the New York Mets acquired all-star shortstop Francisco Lindor and one of their best pitchers, Carlos Carrasco, uh, from the Indians for basically prospects. A couple of good prospects, um, but... You know the 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 Indians obviously a mid market team feeling the pain of the pandemic and not having fans. Uh, you knew they weren't they knew they weren't going to sign Lindor, uh, so they finally trade their best player and their best pitcher. And and you know it's funny uh, Steve Cohen, the new owner of the Mets, um, he's kind of like a good kind of crazy. Like he he was on social media like people were complaining that that the only move that the Mets had made was to sign um, former Tiger catcher James McCann, uh, and he was kind of giving it back to him, like, you know, be patient, and then boom. January 7th, this guy gets Frankie Lindor. Uh, brass move. The Mets are the Mets are going to be legit next year. Um, that pitching rotation, uh, they have arguably the second-best pitcher in baseball, in my opinion, in, in uh, Jacob deGrom, um, maybe the third-best uh, you know, Noah Syndergaard coming back from Tommy John surgery, Marcus Stroman, solid fifth starter, um, and they get, they have some bats, man. Those Dom Smith and those guys can rake. Um, you know, just the question is, uh, will their bullpen hold together? Because they do have some arsonists out in that bullpen. But the Mets uh, are arriving. Um, Steve Cohen and his billions are saying, pandemic be damned, no fans be damned. We're we're going for it in the uh, in the NL East, and I mean you know the Braves had uh, Charlie Morton, but you know the Marlins suck, and the Phillies are mediocre at best, and they have a you know a, a tyrannical control freak and Joe Girardi as their manager, and now Dave Dombrowski's their president. Like I said to Maz a few weeks ago, uh, I don't think that marriage is going to work out very long. Um, and then who's the other uh, NL East team that I'm forgetting? But I mean. The Mets are are legit scary, and you know, depending on happen what happens if there's a normal spring training, a full 162 game season. Obviously, all this is TBD. Um, the, the Mets are going to be scary next year. They're 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 going to be legit. Um, other things to hit on: uh, the uh, the USA won the uh, IAHF World Junior Gold Medal Championship. They uh, in the preliminary rounds, they they lost to Russia, but in the championship, they were two and zero, and they beat Canada. So, uh, Michigan defenseman Cam York was uh, was one of the top three players of the tournament. So that's that that's big. Um, obviously, as we hit on earlier in the week, uh, the the Harbaugh extension watch continues. Um, Harbaugh is going to be flying back from California uh, early next week. Uh, and then probably going to sign the extension, but but continues to drag his ass in the hopes that he gets an NFL job. Um, as I've said to the guys, I mean, if your insistence is on getting a Michigan man, I mean, you gotta. You know, we had Jamie Morris on the show earlier this year. He was great uh, and basically said, I mean, who the hell else are you going to get? Uh, there's talk that, you know, Urban Meyer's not going to come here. You know, the academic standards are way too high at Michigan. Um, you know, you, you, you're not going to convince Dabo to leave Clemson. If he goes anywhere, he's going to follow Trevor Lawrence to the Jags. It, who else are you going to get? I mean, 
Maz mentioned, mentioned Dan Campbell the other day. It doesn't move the needle for me. I mean, I'm not a big college football guy, but I think you're kind of stuck with Harbaugh, and you got to hope the guy figures it out. Um, but, you know, it, it probably is a bit troubling that um, he's he is looking at the NFL because he did have so much success there. Now, granted, he caught lightning in a bottle with uh, with Colin Kaepernick that year uh, with the 49ers, and then he, then he got a mud hole stomped in him by his own brother in the Super Bowl, and it probably would have been worse if the power hadn't gone out. But uh, I digress on that. I think I lost money on that game. That's why I'm so bitter about that. But uh, anyways... Uh, Really, the main focus is 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 the NFL, the Lions, and again, how are you going to move the needle? To me, again, it, it, it's it's nothing's going to change as long as the Fords are running the show. So you know you can you can play pretend, uh, but you know do something do something a little bit different. You know the hot coordinator, okay. Definitely don't do a retread. Definitely don't do Marvin Lewis. Um, you know I just. Let him go somewhere else and, and and be mediocre. He'd be perfect in Houston for me because they're another like, you know. As I was teasing Maz the other day about the Falcons, the, the the Texans are like another, just, you know, they're a team just to be a team. They're 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 never gonna win a Super Bowl. They're just kind of there, you know. Yeah, they'll they'll be exciting and the media might love them a couple of years when they have a stack squad, but they'll find a way to choke to one of the big dogs. That that's the type of team that Marvin Lewis should coach. Um, I'm intrigued by Bienemy. Um, I, I think he would he would definitely spice things up. But if you're going to bring a coach like that in, you, you know you you got to start and blow this whole thing up. I mean, I've been saying it for two years on this podcast. Blow it all up. I know Galladay's a free agent, um, but you know do Matthew Stafford a favor. We talked about it the other day. Trade him to a contender or a team that needs a quarterback or a team that might be a player or two away, like, I don't know, the New England Patriots, and say, you know, look, Matt, we're going to we're gonna get you out of Detroit. We know your your wife is miserable now. Uh, you had a, you had a shut her down off social media. Um, so who knows? Um, I haven't really checked the NBA slate, but I am excited for this huge weekend of football. Um, we'll, we'll talk to Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston about those games. Um, again, as we said earlier in the week, man, I, I think, uh, you're going to have, you know, with the six games, you're going to have a mix of there, there, there's a, there's, there's a gamut. There's, there's don't waste your time. Bears versus new Orleans, take a nap, do some yard work, play with your kids. Um, and then, you know, you're going to have some potential barn burners like Ravens, Titans, uh, Rams, Seahawks and, and Colts, Bills. And then you're going to have, you know, like a, what I think is going to be a bloodbath, Buccaneers, Redskins. Um, so it's going to be an interesting week. Apparently there's a herd of rhinos outside the studio. I don't know what's going on right now with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, somebody brought their rhino to work. And uh, I don't think it was bring your rhino to work day. But anyway, um, so, yeah, football football playoffs in full swing. Um we need anything positive to talk about again after the the disaster yesterday in DC, um, you know. But 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 the Lions are going to need a whole makeover. They they made the the reference to it. It's going to have to be a guy that comes in and kind of takes that team and just says, "I'm going to be tough but fair. I'm not going to be a douchebag in front of the media. 
Um, I'm 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 not gonna wear a pencil in my ear. I'm gonna I'm gonna do things the right way. And when I make mistakes, I'm gonna own it. And at the same time, you guys are professionals, and I expect you to be accountable. You know, and my biggest thing, um, through all the years I've watched football, and and obviously this last dynasty that just came to an end with my with my Patriots. The one thing that when it, no matter what no matter what team you are in the NFL, the one thing that separates the men from the boys is conditioning. And you're going to see that this weekend. The teams that are better conditioned are the ones that in the close matchups are going to win the games. Like the Ravens, Titans, um, Seahawks, Rams, those games the, the team that 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 gets to training camp, Colts Bills, the team that gets gets to training camp and from day 1 run if 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 these guys are if the the new CBA and the you know no more two days and stuff, the name of the game with football is conditioning now. Run, 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 run. Okay, if you want to if you want to be strong in the fourth quarter, run uphill, run downhill, run run on the stairmaster, do this, do that, but the next Lions coach has to come in and preach conditioning because better conditioning leads to health. Healthy players leads to your good guys are going to play every week. I mean, not that it would have made a hell of a lot of difference, but Kenny Galladay missed, what, like eight, nine games this year? And then he's going to go and probably get in the best shape of his life and and, and sign with somebody like, you know, the Titans or or um, maybe not the Buccaneers, but, you know, uh, you know, some mid-tier team, maybe the Colts, you know, um, the 49ers, they're pretty loaded at receiver, but the guy's going to go somewhere, team that likes to pay receivers and blow up. You know what I mean? And people are going to say, oh, wow, he was so banged up. Well, probably because he wasn't probably in the best of shape because no one took Fredo Patricia seriously with his, uh, you know, I want to be Bill Belichick act. You know, it's, and that's it. You know, it's, you don't need to. You don't need all this false bravado. You need. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Um, football is a game that's won in the trenches. You know, don't don't go out and draft a bunch of you know with that mid level pick that they have. You know, uh, or I'm sorry, the Lions are picking what fifth. Uh, you know, offensive line, defensive line, build in the trenches. You know what I mean? It, it's it's not going to do any good to go try to get an all world whatever. Um, you, you, you blew it on Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, maybe, you know, the BYU kid falls to you. Maybe, uh, you know, Ethan's boy, Troy Fields falls to you. Who knows? Uh, but the bottom line is got to be an extreme makeover football edition and conditioning culture, no BS, you know, be, you know, cordial to the media. You don't have to be a, jabroni like when the me when you know the Dave Burkett's of the world or you know Rod Beard's trying to just do their job you know uh it it only works for one guy okay and the guy's got as he his boat's named nine rings we're gonna talk more about him later with uh with Tommy Curran um so yeah back to the 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 slate of games here as uh we we tick down the first part of our show today Again, don't waste your time with Bears Saints. Uh, Saints by ten. The Bears stink. Uh, hey, look, she pulled the plug on me just then. See, I knew we were getting close. 
Kelsey, that was rude and hurtful. Just kidding. Anyways, that was show number one. Thanks to Dave and Kelsey. Enjoyed ranting uh, here on this first edition of The Wrap. Maz, we miss you. Uh, hope all is well in the bat cave. Hope Alfred's uh, shining up the bat phones and uh, gets you ready for uh, next week. Uh, love to my kids, Aubrey and Declan, my wife, Angela. Dave and Kelsey, thanks again. We will be back for another edition of The Wrap. Brendan Sennett saying so long.